Welcome to Authentically Me. This is your host, Megan Signs. My purpose is to bring you real, raw, and honest conversations to help uncover the vulnerability in all of you. New episodes every Monday, so leave the judgment at the door because it's time to get authentic. Welcome back. Today we are going to be talking about relationships. So I just wanted to bring up things that either I've thought about, things that clients have asked me, things that have happened with friends and family, whatever it may be. Most of these podcasts are honestly just downloads that come to me from the universe, from myself, or from wherever. So this is one of those topics that have been like continuously showing up. So I was like, I'm going to talk about it. So here we are. So yeah, we're going to be talking about complicated, easy relationships, which one is better and why, and questions to ask before you start casually dating. To get into it, easy or complicated relationships, which one do you think is better? I think every relationship shows us something and brings out something different in us, just like every breakup is different. I think in relationships, we have the opportunity to grow or to run away And unfortunately for me, I chose to run in most cases, which I feel like is very common because relationships teach us stuff. And I think people get really confused when they enter relationships because they think it's supposed to be happy and easy, but it's not, guys. It's so much work, so much work. You will have tough conversations. You will cry. You will heal each other from the inside out, like especially your inner children. When you're getting into relationships, it's kind of like there's a part of you that can't be healed until you're in relationships because different people and situations bring those out in you. Like it's just something that can't be done while you're alone. Like, yes, you can become aware of it and work on those for when you're in a relationship, but it's just not the same when you're in a relationship and those things like come up and they're actively there. So yeah, hopefully you guys know what I'm talking about. The thing I mentioned before is that mostly like I chose to run away. And I feel like this is very common in relationships because you don't want to put in the work or you don't know how to put in the work. So we're only giving relationships what we know. We only know what we know and we don't know more than that. And so that's a very hard concept to grasp. And I didn't realize that until I was in the cycle of running away where I was like, what is going on? I literally just had someone the other day ask me a question about commitment. And it's so common. And it it really, it starts from choosing to like commit with yourself, commit to yourself, start little, do little things. What do you want for dinner? I want spaghetti and meatballs. So I'm going to commit to making spaghetti and meatballs. Start very slow and build trust from there on. I think we also need someone that challenges us. So I think a lot of times when you think of a complicated relationship versus an easy one, of course, most people are going to take the easy route because that doesn't challenge you. It keeps you on the same path that you're going and that you've been on. But honestly, you need a partner that's going to challenge you along that route. And I'm not saying in a toxic way, that's completely different. And I'll probably make an entire episode on toxic relationships. So if you wanted to know the difference between those and get into that. 
I'm talking about challenge in like the most healthiest way possible. And I'm saying that like, yes, this relationship is going to be like so complicated where you're going to have those days where you just feel so defeated, but it's not in like a toxic way. It's like a healthy version of you growing. Like if you actually took time, I think in most arguments where we look at ourselves and we're like, oh my gosh, like this person is the worst person in the entire world. Whereas if you just sat there and really reflected on yourself, because it starts with us, we're in control of our emotions, and we're in control of our actions. So regardless of whatever someone else does to us, whether it's a relationship or whatnot, we are still in control of how that situation outplayed. So if you really took a minute to sit down with yourself, and said, these are the things that I did in this situation. And these are the things that I want to change about the situation. So how do I step up, be the bigger person, and get to that relationship. But only those relationships, those complicated ones, are what's going to challenge you to get there. I also want to ask things that I always tell new couples before you get into a relationship. Take a road trip with your potential partner. So don't date them until you've gone on a road trip or traveled together. And I get asked why all of the time, and this is always in my head, and it's because Do you know how much you learn about someone from being in the car with them? A lot. And that's time where you're stuck in a car together with nothing else to do but to talk. Like, yes, we listen to music, podcast, whatever else. But this is like genuine quality time. This is a great way to communicate without any interruption or obligations. This is where you learn about conflict resolution. So something always happens on road trips. Some road trips are stressful, the planning, etc. So you guys have to like work as a team. This is a perfect opportunity to know how you act in multiple different scenarios. You guys are leaving your comfort zone together, which allows you to lean into each other. You get to trade in to-do list for bucket list. There's new scenario. It's romantic and refreshing. So it can be like that new, vibrant honeymoon stage that you need. It's free therapy, honestly. It's a chance to reconnect with each other away from the stressors of life. You don't have work. You don't have anything else. Maybe put your phone down for a few days. Maybe go off the grid for this road trip. Just be present. Like It really allows you to just be present. But in all seriousness, before starting a casual relationship, I want you to ask your partner these questions. Number one, In detail, what are your expectations? How often are we going to see each other? Are we going out sometimes or just staying in? Are we jumping in bed on the first night or does it take a while to get there? Number two is what kind of protection are we using and what happens if we get knocked up? Number three, when was the last time you were tested? Do you have anything going on down there that I should know about? Number four, are you hooking up with anyone else? How do you feel about seeing other people while we're seeing each other? And are we keeping this a secret? And number five, what happens if one of us develops feelings and wants something more than casual? Is there a possibility for that? And how should we end things if none of us wants to stop? And number six, why are we with each other? This was huge in my past relationship. I don't know if you've ever heard of Stan Tacton, but I would recommend looking him up reading his books, and taking a course if you can afford it. Honestly, I think that was the only thing that saved my last relationship. I did like this three-week couples retreat online with him, and 
It was honestly incredible. Very vulnerable space where he had us do different worksheets and workbooks. And this is one of the questions when you very first start. It's like creating a contract for your relationship. And it's really about the why you guys are with each other. And this has become, it has to be more than love. There's so many things that will happen where you fall out of love with someone. But loving is a choice that we choose to do every day. So you need another why besides oh, I just love that person. That's why I'm with them. Like, do you guys have the same values and goals? And what are those? Like, this is the time to really dig deep and see the why you're with this person and where it's going to go. I think a lot of the times now, especially in society, we get into relationships where we don't have a reason why we're getting into this relationship. We're just getting into it. And then you're married two years And then that two-year mark, you're like, well, what's going on? Like, And then you just have to reevaluate that you guys never had these pillars or contracts or structures in place for you to actually like look back on after every fight or situation or downship or whatever it was that happened. You never had that. Um, It also goes into detail about thirds, which are known as like literally anyone else besides your partner. So that includes dogs. That includes kids. That includes literally anyone else or anything. Like it doesn't have to even be a person. It could literally be something else, working out, eating, something like that. And so this was really helpful. And I would honestly really look into Stan Tacton, his books and everything. Truly amazing and truly life-saving. I think you should never walk away from a relationship and be like, well, now I'm going to go do this. You should always be yourself in whatever relationship you're in. And that's the issue with society. Obviously, adapt to certain boundaries and whatnot in your relationship, but always independently be yourself. I hear people all the time. I cannot tell you how frustrating this is all the time to hear this. They all say like, if we break up, I'll start eating X, Y, and Z again. Or yeah, if we break up, I'll incorporate this color back into my life. Like just do it now. Like just do it now. You should never sacrifice that much of yourself to someone else. Yes, there's going to be compromises in a relationship, but it should never be core values of yourself where later on you're going to be like, oh yeah, I never wanted to do that. I'm definitely changing it like as soon as we break up. Because that's not an authentic relationship at all. It should never be like that. All right. Another topic that I love is to tell or not to tell someone about the red flags you find in them. I'm so curious about your guys' responses. So if you could message me on Instagram and let me know your exact thoughts on this question and just this overall episode, that would be amazing. I say tell them. I feel like it gives people an opportunity to see traits that they might not know exist as patterns or toxic characteristics. So personally, in my self personal realizations, I do tell people their red flags. And I'm very honest about it. I just say, hey, like, for me, this is just like a really big red flag. And like, here's why. And then I explain why. And it's kind of like setting a boundary, like you're explaining what you're seeing and if they're willing to work on it great and if they're not then that's not your person and you need to move on or if they are willing to work on it but they don't know how I think it's just like a really honest conversation that we all need to have with those things there's been relationships in the past where I wasn't ready to hear those red flags and so I needed to move on to learn those lessons later on in life and so I think that's also a possibility maybe this person you're telling 
really isn't open to hearing about their red flags or the characteristics that you're trying to tell them that just don't align with you. And that's fine. They're just not your person at that time. I think if we were always to leave someone when we saw the worst in them, would there ever truly be healing in this world? Honestly. And the answer is no. I'm not saying like stay with someone who's toxic and there's obviously situations that are non-negotiable. But we also can't walk away when we see the core of someone else. We all have bad parts of us and we all have good parts of us. If the red flag is a non-negotiable for you, which is why boundaries are important before you enter a relationship so that you know and maybe learn boundaries along the way in a relationship, like new boundaries, then you reestablish those with your partner. But if this red flag, which you would know before you started dating them, if you clearly stated it, then you shouldn't be with them. If those red flags are not non-negotiables, then I would say that it's going to be a great relationship that you both can build on. If that is something that you're willing to work on with this person and to see them for who they truly are, you should not hold back for what you say to someone. This is a rule I have with all my friends and partners. Process your thoughts, yes, but don't hold anything back. I just think life is way too short. And I learned this after um, my soulmate passed away. I also learned this after my great grandma just passed away. I think she was the second person to really instill this. Death does so much for us and learns so many lessons. So my grandma actually passed away, I think about three or four years ago. But within that, I just had such a hard time because she lived so close to me and I never made time. I never called. I never did anything. And so I promised myself that I wasn't going to do that with my great grandma. And so I made an effort to call her a lot. I wanted to check in with her, whether it was honestly just for two minutes, it didn't matter. I was like, I don't care. I'm making the effort this time. And when she passed away, I felt so peaceful. There was no regrets. There was nothing else there. Like I just, I honestly felt so at peace. Like I had said everything that I needed to say. And I truly look at that outlook whenever someone messages me regardless of anything like it doesn't matter I'm such an open book like you can send me a message and say literally anything I'm not gonna judge you but I just truly think that no matter what you should always tell someone something that needs to be said you shouldn't be like holding it back I also don't care what anyone says I feel like feeling safe in a relationship is a number one priority people ask me all the time what if my partner doesn't want to change I've been here so many times and I would say first ask yourself, are you providing those things for you or are you solely relying on your partner to fill those voids? Like, and then you really have to ask yourself, like, why am I in this relationship? Like I mentioned before, like, what's the why Um, or with this person and then get down to the harder questions. Like, is this person truly going to change What actions are they actually taking that align with their words? Not what I want them to say or do, not what I think they're capable of, but what are they actually showing up? What are they presenting to me? What cards do I have on the table right now? And what are the consistent patterns that I've been seeing? Because a lot of times 
we want to see the best in someone. Obviously, you're with them for a reason. You want them to succeed, but that's not who they are. And so you really need to think about the question, like, if they don't want to change, then you have to move on. Like, that's the only other option, as hard as it is. I think there's a little snippet into my brain, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode on relationships and it helps you dive a little bit more deep into your own relationships, questioning different things. I am going to have a freebie on affirmations for regaining your power in relationships. So if you could screenshot this, share this, write a review, share it with me, then you will be getting that freebie. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to always create a safe space to be vulnerable in. And if you benefited from this episode in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team. Or even better, drop me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, I love being a resource to you on Instagram at HealWithMegan. I can't wait to share space with you all again next week. Sending you all love and healing.